views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show. Quote, I think the internet is becoming increasingly important in people's lives. And I think we need to have a full conversation about what is the right regulation, not whether it should be or shouldn't be. I think part of that challenge with regulation in general is that when you add more rules that companies need to follow, that's something that a larger company like ours inherently just has the resources to go do. And that might be harder for a smaller company getting started to be able to comply with. Stated Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook's chief executive during his appearance before the Senate's Commerce and Judiciary Committees in April of 2018. I remember the shock I felt when he said that, the open admission that he was all for regulation because he knew it squashed new competition. What brought it back to mind recently, however, was the cascade of deplatforming in various forms that has accelerated over the months after that hearing. Shadow banning, demonetization, suspensions, accounts being deleted for various and amorphous, quote, terms of service violations that applies to some but not to others. Alex Jones from InfoWars is the poster boy for obvious collusion between the big social media companies when he was punted off most of his platforms within a mere 24 hours. Then, after the tragic shooting at the Pittsburgh synagogue, the social network Gab, to which the shooter happened to have subscribed, was immediately kneecapped and deplatformed by hosting providers and financial institutions such as PayPal. They were accused of hosting hate speech. Gab correctly claimed that they were the victim of a smear campaign, to which CNN responded, quote, blaming the media is a familiar line of attack. And we see some of the take, this take root on these social platforms. You're pointing out that Gab is an alternative to Twitter, sort of a free speech utopia. That's what they claim. But in reality, it's a favorite website of the hate groups and bigots. Gab's actual mission statement is a social network that champions free speech, individual liberty, and the free flow of information online. All are welcome. Nope, no smear campaign there at all. It's this obvious collusion between the major social network platforms and financial companies has led to increasing and distressingly right-wing voices to call for government intervention, regulation, and ultimately control of the internet. They're calling it a monopoly and wish to invoke antitrust laws. They're playing right into Mark Zuckerberg's hands. He wants the internet to be regulated because he knows those regulations will ultimately benefit him. In response to a senator asking whether or not he would work with the government in regard to proposed regulations, he replied, yes. And that is the ultimate collusion. It comes down to the question, does a private company have the right to limit its clientele? I'm thinking here of Gab and the uh, platforms that it was on. And the answer, of course, is yes. And why do we have to reinvent the world with every single generation? This kind of stuff has been talked about before in the United States for 150 years with Standard Oil. We have to revisit this almost every 10 years or so because new technologies come out, news, new companies start to amalgamate, and people start to get afraid that somebody's going to be too big for their britches. With Gab, it came after the Pittsburgh thing. And I went online and I'm going, okay, what's one of the most vile things that could be promoted out there? Because I'm, re I'm responding, of course, to PayPal when they deplatformed Gab, and PayPal said, and I quote, the company is diligent to performing reviews and taking account actions. When a site is explicitly allowing the perpetration of hate, violence, or discriminatory intolerance, we take immediate and decisive action. That's why they, they, they deplatformed Gab. So, I go on to Amazon. Guess what I can find on Amazon? <laughs> I can find Mein Kampf by Hitler. 
I can find Marx's Communist Manifesto. I can find Syed Qutb's Milestones. These three books alone have been used to condone hatred, discrimination, and the mass extermination of millions of people. How much worse or better is it that Gab permitted an anti-Semitic view on their their site by uh, by an account holder or by hundreds of account holders? How much worse could that can it be than to continue to publish the books that were responsible for destroying hundreds of millions of lives? But yes, but you have to realize that the reason he was deplatformed is actually just a smokescreen. It's because he's, Gab was competition, and there's nothing the government hates more than competition. Oh, no, I totally agree with you, of course. And, and by the way, I'm not suggesting that Amazon not <laughs> You're going to deplatform Mein Kampf? <laughs> no. Um, I think that, of course, Amazon should be able to sell anything like that. And I don't believe that uh, there should be any antitrust laws whatsoever. Now, is Gab permitted under U.S. law to have customers spouting detestable views about the about people based on their race and ethnicity, etc.? In other words, um, things people have no control over. Of course they are. Are private companies free to deplatform them for this? Of course they yep. they're free to deplatform them. That's what freedom means: yeah. being able to associate with people you want to associate with and not associate with people you don't want to associate with. So it seems to me that the this um, raucous behaviors about two things. This issue is two things. One, some viewpoints are being called into question as to whether or not they violate terms of service. Yes. Air quotation marks. Air. Of course. Two, the largest platforms are primarily controlled by the left, whose own views 50 years ago would have been shunned in the same way that they are now shunning conservatives today. They're, they would have been called the pinko commies. Yes. They would have been outed. They would have been fired from Hollywood. They would have been fired from their jobs. As, as many communists were yeah. back under the McCarthy years. The discussion here is not so much legal as political. Gab can, can host moral. these... Uh, and moral, yes. Gab can host these, um, these uh, hate mongers on their site, just as Facebook does, just as Twitter does, by the way. Yep. Uh, just as Amazon does in selling Mein Kampf, making money from it in the process. And um, PayPal and Gab's providers, let me see, who are they? GoDaddy? PayPal, Stripe, and Joyant. All of these people deplatformed Gab, and they have the right to do that. And, it, and you don't have to even say terms of service necessarily. You can say anything. That's right. It doesn't matter. It's, it's freedom, freedom association. association. Yeah, unless they have a written contract, right? We will supply you this contract. Well, that gets into contractual law, which is yeah. a different kind of a Different animal. thing. It's not the issue here. I mean, Gab said that you know we, we provide the service for a year doing this. Now, that may be the case with GoDaddy. We use GoDaddy here at Just Right Media. Um, and we use uh, PayPal. And with GoDaddy, there is more or less a contract. Yes. I mean, you, con- you have to you subscribe for a specific amount of time. Yes. Uh, not necessarily so much PayPal. Well, and also, too, if it's such a – like they're looking at this as because Facebook and Twitter seem to have social media platforms that essentially act as – and YouTube as well. That they're in there as well – as a monopoly because they happen to be so big. But they're not because Gab goes up and running in a week. And as you mentioned when we were talking before about BitChute and how Ezra Levant from The Rebel was complaining that, you know, YouTube had a monopoly on BitChute's site. (laughs) That was funny. Ezra puts a a video on BitChute complaining about... The monopoly of of YouTube. YouTube. Uh, And so I tweeted out to him and said, hey, Ezra, you know, uh, irony. (laughs) You're doing this on BitChute. You know, people forget what the word monopoly means. 
mano, one. Yes. And every monopoly in business is government enforced. Enforced. Uh, just think of Bell Canada here in Canada a number of years Must ago. Must I? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody by law could have run another phone company. Bell was the one given that charter, more or less, by the government. So that's how a monopoly exists. It exists only by government um, fiat. Yep. Don't like Facebook? Don't use it. Don't use it. Go out and, and use MeWe or Minds.com. Yeah, Minds pretty popular. Here's a list of all the alternatives to PayPal. Don't like PayPal? There are alternatives to PayPal? Yeah. Go Jeez. to Stripe, Square, Shopify Payments, Amazon Pay, Braintree, Intuit, Authorize.net, WePay, to checkout, ProPay, Click to Sell, Duola, Payoneer, Skrill, Klarna, Payza, Merchant, Payline, all alternatives to PayPal. So don't talk to me about monopolies. No, exactly. It's like because the companies are so big, people think that there cannot be any alternative. But And one of the big complaints that I have for some of the YouTubers that I follow, you know, if you're on YouTube, you already have your established audience, you know, you have your... The, so they're already invested in these companies. And I think that's where... They feel that they need intervention from the government because they're not willing to move and take a risk and rebuild their brand on another platform or rebuild the trust. Like those uh, payment sites, you just say, I've never heard of them. I know the brand name PayPal, so they have my trust more so than the other sites would have. So I think it's that kind of investment that they're complaining they don't want to walk away from. There is something that's not brought up in all of this thing is that people's accounts being getting gotten rid of, like, Facebook just got rid of, uh, what was it, uh, 1.6 billion so-called fake accounts in the last six months over the 1.3 billion that they deleted uh, six months prior to that. The fact is that if you don't like it and they, if they get rid of you, why don't you ask for your money back? Aha! <laughs> you didn't pay them anything. There is no obligation for them to give you anything. You didn't pay to have an account. No, you just sold yourself. As a matter of fact, you're giving away so much personal information. Whose benefits? Just them. Yep. Facebook and Twitter, etc., and Instagram. They all love you. Filling out your birthday and your place of I residence or even, the fact that you're on vacation. I didn't even <laughs> fill out my birthday on Facebook. It oh, I don't. Figured it, no, it figured it out and put it in there. Really? Yes, because I was like, I put I put my day, month, but I'm a woman. It's like my, my age is my own business. And I went in one time and I'm like, my year of birth was added to my Facebook account. I'm not sure where they got the information, but I did not provide it. It's almost as bad as all the ads that pop up when I was just talking about it, not looking it up online, and I go to Facebook or another, like a Gmail or one of their Google even, and I get ads for something I was just discussing, not something I looked for well, online. Your phone is always listening to it. Do you yeah. have an Android? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's why. Yep. Your microphone's always on. I have, I have Google Home. That's not my... Ah desire but that's what's in my house and so yeah and of course you have a the recorder on your own tv on your laptop on whatever they're always listening now in case anybody out there is saying that oh therefore we should prevent google from doing this no no because you can always shut the darn thing off you don't need it we don't need the cell phones no or if we do then there are many companies out there we don't need uh, the google home Uh, and if we do we can always go to siri or Alexa. Um, or uh, Alexa or, or, or whoever, but I don't have that kind of thing at home and I don't need it. We have to get back to understanding that these companies are providing a service that we are willingly entering into a contract with, even if it's just a one-sided contract and there's no money taking uh, changing hands. We're agreeing to give them information 
they have every right to do whatever the hell they want as long as we agree to it with that information. They can deplatform Gab if they want. They can get rid of your account if they want. If they if they dare to call me a hate monger, they'd be um, libelous. Up, uh, they'll be libelous here in Canada at least. So that's one aspect of this deplatforming that people I don't see are jumping on is that if you are deplatformed, let's say that one of the big sites out there are deplatformed from YouTube. Uh, Paul Joseph Watson, he's part of the Infowars yep. with Alex Jones. Now Alex Jones and Infowars was deplatformed across the board. No, Paul Joseph Watson still has his channel. Right. So Paul Joseph Watson. Now, if YouTube came out and said to Paul Joseph Watson, we're deplatforming you because you've been spouting hatred of an identifiable group. If they said that in Canada, and if Paul Joseph Watson was in Canada rather than Britain, he could basically sue their butts off because they're telling him that he is now a criminal. He's performing criminal activity. Oh, okay. So because it is a crime here, therefore accusing somebody of it makes that in and of itself a crime. A defamation if they are not exactly promoting hatred. So they very, be very careful of why they're deplatforming somebody and make sure their eyes are dotted and D's across <laughs> and they're not accusing people of something that they're not doing. What also has to do with the fact too is how much of a reach does that person have? I mean, James Wood was um, the Twitter darling. He was uh, suspended for a brief period of time, because they can't ban him. He's half, their, half the people go to Twitter to look at James Woods. He's just hilarious. So if you have that kind of pull, too, that they're going to be a little bit more circumspect about what they try to do to you. So what do we do? What do we do about people claiming that there should be antitrust laws? Well, all we can do is just saying, like, no, you don't want to go where that's going to go. No, exactly. You know what antitrust is? It's saying that you're too big. So, okay, you have to ask the question, how big is too big? Is, um, is a company with a $100 billion in assets too big? A billion dollars in assets? $500 million? A million? Yeah, 500000 That's a subjective line. 387097 cents. Where is the cutoff where all of a sudden you've become too big? Because it has to be objective. Anyway, we're digressing here. <laughs> so let's just wrap this up by saying... Take care, behave yourself, and talk soon. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit justratemedia.org where you can support us via PayPal or Patreon and where you will find more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right.